0: back with another episode of we'll see you in hell take it away pat
1: well all right uh happy Monday everybody we got a big one this week the the remake of it Joe and I saw an early screening it's very exciting we got uh, we got an it uh what was it a 3d viewer uh uh, 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 uh what was that thing they gave us the Who worst swag I've ever received Wor- <laughs> for a
0: virtual reality headset so you look at virtual content online and it springs to life and it just it's, had a clown it's on just it? one of those things where you know your phone is capable of doing, being a virtual reality screens but you oh, need yeah, to yeah. put it in like a headset piece okay. so they that's the shittiest way to do it is a cardboard i mean if you really want to look like a fucking complete jackass aside from having virtual reality goggles on your face <laughs> they also are adorned with it uh you know <laughs> yeah. uh artwork yeah the two um,
1: seem to have nothing to do with one another. Nothing. The right. movie
0: takes place in 1988. They they barely had computers. Why not a stuffed clown? Wouldn't that have been cool?
1: Well, the coolest I thing to... I ever got was when I saw Frankenweenie back when I was a movie critic, and they gave you a little Frankenweenie, and, and it was awesome. Like a nice. Frank and Weenie. Yeah, I got stuffed Frankenweenie.
0: Yeah, I will say uh, this thing we went to was referred to as a premiere. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We were off in some goddamn side theater with people that looked like people that I wouldn't want I wouldn't have let into the movie on a regular
1: day <laughs> I know well that's what back when you're a critic like the, uh, the you know the celebs not that it had any celebs but the stars will walk down the red carpet and the critics you like start to you, you start to go towards the red carpets like go into the movie theater and they'll just grab you back no 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 sir you you're over here with these hideous trolls <laughs> um you can't sit with the, the famous people anyway just, folks but before we we get too far into this I <laughs> I guess I'd like to get on with with the show, and at the same time, on with the Joe. (laughs) Very nice. Very nice, Pat. It's getting hard uh, to think of variants on it. I've done them all.
0: Uh, I missed the, I think you circle back around to the old stuff. I'll bring it back. The way a band does. I hit one that I
1: could not uh, surpass. Or I would shatter my vocal. I would have like a polyp on my yeah. vocal cords. I went too far once. And I, uh, you got to
0: get back to your roots
1: with this yeah. thing. Now, uh, but anyway, we, we went to the It premiere. I'm I, uh, running a Warner Brothers show. I I, I I have an assistant, so I was like, look, I don't ask you to do anything. I've never asked him to get, pick up my dry clap. I've never asked him to do one thing for me. You go, get me into this fucking It. It's a Warner Brothers movie. I run a fucking Warner Brothers show. Get me into this fucking movie. Yeah. And then I threw uh, my iced coffee into his eyes. (laughs) So then, sure enough, I asked him one day. I think he had probably forgotten the request, to be honest. Right. But I asked him, and he's like, yeah, let me check. And then he he goes, it's tonight. You want to go? I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. text Joe. It's in like three hours. Joe had nothing to do.
0: Yeah, I was was, was psyched. We were both real pumped. I mean, I... um, and the I, review, by the way, we won't bleed into the review just yet because we yeah. got to do our little segment thing. Sure, sure. But but we were both ver- yeah. Sorry, we were both pumped and uh, and uh, maybe we were satisfied. <laughs> maybe but, we weren't. But maybe we weren't. The mystery that's what, that's remains. That's what keeps
1: you hanging on. Cut to an ad. <laughs> <laughs> we're do we're gonna do like uh, two minutes of talk and then another ad. Pat's movie corner. Pat's movie corner. We're getting right into it. Um,
0: oh, but that. But wait. Uh, shout out to a new friend. I feel like there's no foreplay anymore in this. Podcast. Well, a shout out to a new friend. We went to Pat and I went to a bar after the show. Oh yeah. And as soon as we walked and before in before the show. Yeah, as and before, <laughs> as soon as we walked into the post bar. Yes. Very kismet, strange scenario. Uh, we went to like three bars. They all sucked. Pat was like at the in the in the eleventh hour, was like, Oh, there's this great place we should go to. I just remembered we're right near it. I said, Okay, let's go. Bordners. We, give him a little shout-out. We walk in. First thing I say to Pat, Hey, that's uh Dana DiLorenzo from uh Ash versus Evil Dead. We ended up yep. meeting Dana DiLorenzo, befriending her, having drinks with her. Very nice. Uh she was Awesome. We met her friends. Two of her friends were parents of one of the kid of the main kid that plays uh, Bill in it. Right. Very strange like universe. Yeah. Evening of everything. And and Dana did say, I want to come on the show. Uh, Should be our first guest. Yeah. We've never had a guest. I'd like to have her on. I'd like to get Doug Benson on. Yeah. I'd like to get the monster Benson Party and, uh, guys on.
1: Full-on uh, asked me like like over uh, Twitter, like, hey, I hear you got to do my podcast. People keep tweeting at me. You, you want to come on? Sure, I'd love to. Never heard back. Remind me to remind Doug. I feel like that guy's probably got a sharp memory. I don't know why you would need to remind him about it.
0: The guy that his whole persona is weed? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's on it.
1: Um, uh, and then I, I think, as, as I've told on the show before, um, three years ago, four years ago, longer than that maybe when i was working with pete he goes go easy
0: be- here he's a friend of doug's a friend of mine go easy i'm not go- i'm not gonna go oh, hard okay.
1: oh i didn't why i didn't I'm i've just- never met him just a little prelim i think i've told the story in the podcast but pete goes um you gotta do doug Loves movies you guys would love each other you have the exact same sense of humor you would love him and-, and you guys could talk movies it'd be so fun blah blah, blah. so he emails, and i always hate this move but pete does it a lot emails doug benson and cc's me like just yeah. want to put intro you two or whatever then he's like, uh, Doug, Pat is uh, one of my dear friends. He's hilarious. He loves movies. He'd be perfect for your show. He's done comedy, et cetera. And then uh, Doug writes back, I th- I would like to hope he knew I was CC'd, but maybe he didn't. Right. And it was like, hey, great. Uh, maybe I'll just start booking all kinds of people I have no idea who they are. <laughs> or, you know, something to that effect. I was
0: like, well, that that was unnecessary. Well, two things. That's very funny, but the second, I that that's not a shot at you. That's him saying to Pete, "Yeah, don't fucking put me on the spot like that, man." He probably meant it to just go to Pete. Uh, There was no need for me to see that response. That's that's. I really think that's all that was.
1: I wasn't that upset
0: by it. Well, and I'm still talking about it
1: three years later. He's a
0: great man, and we'll uh, let let, let Jojo put a word in for you. I don't even. I don't even need to go on. it. frequent guest on Doug Loves Movies at this point. (laughs) No, I know. Uh, I won many times, by the way. Yeah, that, is it still the same format all these years later? It's yeah, it's, it's I think it's just the game show, yeah, basically. But it's fun. But who we 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 went deep the other night when I was on, and I did plug our show. Thank you very um, much. Uh, but we went deep the other night with because the, the last game is like you got to just keep naming movies of an actor. Until oh, I can do that forever. People start tapping out. It was I jo- wouldn't tap out. Johnny Depp and Roger Moore were the two actors. I do a lot better with Depp than Moore. Yes. Well, I lucked out. Nobody could remember the names of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Okay, so I hit all five of those in nice. a row, and they wouldn't—they wouldn't allow you to say five. No, you had okay. to say like the full title. In fact, Dan Soder did uh, uh, Sweeney Todd, and it didn't count because he didn't say the, the Demon. Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Yeah. that's fucked up. So that's not right. But it came that's down right. to—it <laughs> came down to everybody tapped out as me versus Benson in the end and uh and i took it i took it
1: what was your winning uh was it nick of time
0: it wasn't it was transcendence everybody forgot Oof, about transcendence that's a shitty movie
1: yeah i didn't so, finish that
0: i also nice square with lost in la mancha
1: oh nice sure yeah i don't know if, see weirdly i would have counted sweeney todd over lost in la mancha it's a
0: documentary
1: it's still a movie on an imdb page all right
0: it's technically a movie
1: so could you say like 21 Jump Street cuz of his little
0: cameo? Yep. Okay. Also got a nice deep cut with Freddy's Dead the Final Nightmare. Sure. So uh
1: I could almost do his career in uh in order up until he started sucking him I There's few actors I've made a bigger turn on in my life than uh Depp. I used to just love him and now you see he's in something and it's almost a red flag. He'll be
0: he'll be back. He'll come back. Well, Black yeah. Mass was great. Wasn't great. I Joe, I, I saw it sitting right next to you. You didn't think that much. Of I it. thought it was okay in the theater. I've watched it two or three times since then, and I really like it now. All right, really grew on me. All right, is that okay? It's a poor man's is it's going, okay it's going for Brasco. Is that okay with Brasco. It didn't get there. Am I allowed to revise my <laughs> opinion? Yes, we should yes. have to review every movie in as characters from the movie. So that's the Black Mass character. I don't remember the Black Mass. I characters. thought the movie was good in subsequent <laughs> viewings. Uh huh um we won't be doing that today with it all right pat's movie corner Pat, is that enough foreplay for you 12 minutes of work in your clit <laughs> it did nothing for me It was
1: a, a dry fumbling affair but yes uh i as i told joe i i took my first swing at Redbox. i was out of the grocery store i was like you know what I've had a real hard week. I'm gonna watch three movies tonight like I used to in the old days. Rent movies at the store. Right. Be great. And boy, did I strike out. <laughs> Folks, I got uh this movie with Woody Harrelson called what's it called? Thompson or something like that. Fuck. Yeah. The the Gordon. I never dreamed that I would become this guy, but I uh Is it Gordon? I guess your memory just goes. No, it's not Gordon. It's uh Let me start with another one, and I'll get it. It's by
0: the guy that did the movie Greenblatt or whatever with Ben Stiller. (laughs) Greenblatt? Greenberg? What was the movie?
1: with? No, it's not by that guy at all.
0: What's that movie called?
1: (laughs) Greenberg. (laughs) Greenberg. (laughs) But this is not that movie.
0: I thought it was the same writer, director guy. No.
1: Uh, It's the guy who did, the guy who directed The Skeleton Twins, which was a very overrated movie with Kristen Wiig and Bill Hader. But the guy who wrote it, Mr. Um, let me bring this up. Wilson. Mr. Wilson, Dennis the Menace style. Daniel Close. So I'm a big fan of Daniel Close's graphic novels. I have this big collection called Eight Ball of his graphic novels. I don't even like graphic novels. One of his long running comics became the movie Ghost World, which is a favorite of mine. I love the movie Ghost World. He also love did. love the
0: movie Hate the Comic. No, oh, okay. Because in the movie form, it's quite charming. As a comic book, I'm like, what am I looking at? I'm I reading normal yes. people and pictures. It's just I don't, I don't like stuff like that.
1: Uh, he also wrote Art School Confidential, which I thought was a very funny movie. Lesser movie, but fun. Good flick. Um, Dark. So now he he rarely writes shit. And Wilson is based on his graphic novel, and he wrote the screenplay. And I mean, I hope this thing was noted to death, or else this guy's just completely lost his edge, his talent just a piece of shit it was uh woody harrelson and like i guess at first he's again like in one scene he'll be like autistic like he'll say something really rude and cutting to somebody and then the next scene he's like really sweet and like you know crying like sobbing because his dad is dying and so like they're they're
0: it's the most all over the place character i've seen um and at what what point in the movie does he decide to take on an army of apes <laughs> it's a different movie I uh, think you knew that, Joe. Hear that forced laugh out of Walt. <laughs> You're not a fan of <laughs> That's that. That's all bit, I got. But I like that bit. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Um, it's just I
1: mean, Laura Dern was in it, who is on a real roll these days, and just nothing clicked. They ha- he has this estranged daughter who's like a you know a heavy goth girl, and just there isn't a laugh in it. There's nothing. The only decent moment is he's coming out of like a bathroom and he gets tangled up in a bunch of balloons. Uh huh. And it's kind of I thought, oh, that's kind of funny. And then when I stopped the movie, they had that as the DVD menu because they were like, oh,
0: make sure you grab the balloon bit. That's the only thing anyone will care about. Well, it's also a bad scene when the best joke in a movie is like an old Chevy Chase, Gerald Ford sketch like thing, you know. Exactly. Um, It wasn't great. All right. So that's strike one. What's strike two? Strike
1: one, strike two. And I would say, folks, significantly worse than Wilson, which I just shat all over. Was Baywatch.
0: <laughs> I, I, what makes a man of your age, of your status, even push the button, give me B-15, <laughs> I want Baywatch? Because, why, would you even, why would you even try?
1: Well, the truth is, like everyone, I spent a lot of my adolescence pausing and jerking it off to, to Baywatch. <laughs> so I'm, as a kid, you're like, when will I see it? be able to see an R-rated Baywatch? What a dream that would be. Then it comes out, I'm like... Okay, I want and I want to make something very clear to Hollywood, and I'm sure all the Hollywood executives listen, because you're not getting it. Okay, you need to know that Zac Efron is not funny, and you need to know that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is not funny. So you can't put any buddy comedy to not funny people as the buddies. You have to pair them with somebody who is funny. Right, I agree with that. I they're, think they're decent, like straightish men. Two better comedians they're okay but the two of them bouncing off each other you want to talk about nothing and then every female role is just a giant titted nothing
0: well that's the thing Dwayne Johnson, who I'm a fan of I don't really like his movies they're, they no. usually are bad but they're bad I, I think the rock is the greatest wrestler of all time I really mean that okay you watch the, you watch the heyday of rock the speeches and everything it is stand-up comedy hilarious. So everybody goes, Okay. well, he's hilarious. And it's like, well, no, that character is hilarious. Right. And even when that character isn't properly written, which started to happen towards the end, it's not funny anymore. Yeah. So, you know, it's like you're not putting, it's like you don't put, you, you don't, put, like The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, they were like, Dice, be Dice. Yeah. Because that's, we want that character. That's funny. Right. And they don't do that with The Rock. And um. And then like, everybody's like, well, why isn't this fun? It's like, well, because he's not... Like you said, it's like, you got to pair him with Kevin Hart or something. Like, you know. It was also uh, longer than two hours. That's
1: insane. And, Joe, I'm going to tell you something now that might make your head explode. You don't see Butt Cheek 1. You don't see Tit 1. Right. There's no nudity in this movie of any kind. Except the... Uh, and, and even which I'll get to with it as well movie fat guys are at an all-time low funny movie fat guy like we used to like churn them out like eggs <laughs> at a chicken factory <laughs> hilarious fat guys the one in this movie is such a fucking turd So you see him naked if you want to do that
0: and then i said as a kid that i i mean i meant it in like grade school and high school i'd always say like i had a dream that one day i'd have a fat best friend <laughs> yeah because they were always the best part of the movie you always wanted to befriend john candy correct i mean the last time they really got it right
1: i would have to say is like super bad 15 years ago uh yeah jonah hill i uh, mean that that's I, I don't i haven't seen better i mean that. Uh, recently they, they're not inventing new actually the fat kids in like 21 uh what's that movie uh project x they were repellent i i hated him so much you
0: can't make yeah. the fat guy hateable no we haven't had a good one in a while because everybody's everybody's got to be healthy now yeah so then jonah hill gets skinny and you know like, uh, jonah yeah. hill if you're listening i don't care for it right and i then, like then you like, fat and funny <laughs> The, on
1: Entertainment Tonight or whatever, they'll be like, "Look how hot Jonah Hill!" Look. No, he's still horrible looking, <laughs> but now he's not. <laughs> but now he's not funny anymore. <laughs> so you want to be funny or don't you? Woo! Oh, that's too far.
0: Shots fired. That's too far. The Walsh Hill.
1: Look, I'm not saying I'm uh, uh, you know Freddie Prince Jr. over here either. We're like Freddy Krueger
0: Junior. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great joke today at my friend who's who's got a big gut. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's it's a bad joke, but that's why it's a good joke. He was like, years ago when I lived in Miami, I lived at the Morton Tower, and I go, judging from your waistline, it looks like you lived at the Morton Steakhouse. <laughs> Did he enjoy it? Yeah, we laughed heartily. It's a All great, right, shitty yeah. joke. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, you don't need
1: to apologize to me, Joe. Uh, yeah, how much uh, so more podcast... I, mean, I, I almost said, how much more
0: podcast has this civil become? How much more civil has, this, has this podcast become? I hate it. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. I like that we get along and it's nice, but I do... I, I don't know... Hollywood is doing such a bad job anymore, we can't disagree on that. We need and to check something crazy. that we
1: really disagree on, but I mean, maybe I, I, we don't on this week's either.
0: Excited for this new media. And by the way, let me say this now on the air. I think next week's ep should be us reviewing the finale of Twin Peaks. Okay. Uh, the two-hour finale. We would have done it this week. But it is just too big, and you got to talk about it. Yeah. It's like 150 million dollars. So that's so. Um, by the way, here's what bothers me about the no nudity in Baywatch. I don't ever watch movies for nudity. I watch porn for it. But when your entire ad campaign is dick, ass, and tit jokes, yeah, to the point where it's you do see a corpse's dick in it, so you oh. do see some nudity. And they were like, that's so edgy. Yeah. So my point is, is like, but when that's your whole ad campaign, when it's borderline like sexual harassment as you walk through a New York subway tunnel. Yeah. And like the, the, the tits and cocks are so big in your face on the posters. Yeah. It's like, and then you don't have any nudity in the movie. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. No, it's, it's one of the biggest we, bombs of 2017, by the way.
1: It's unwatchable. And then you know what happens at the end, folks? At the end of this two hour plus movie. Dwayne and the Rock Johnson walks into like a uh, an island, you know, like that chain where you get burgers. Mm-hmm. They're all like sitting there eating on the beach and Dwayne comes in and he's like, guys, got some good news for you. You're not trainees anymore. You're all lifeguards. And they're all like, yeah. And this thing was like an episode of Saved by the Bell Hawaiian style. Right. That, there, that's about how much plot there was to it. Then they'll try to drum up like. Oh, that's it.
0: That's the whole scene. That's the end of the movie. <laughs> Uh, There was like, you're going to say, and then there's this terrible Pam Anderson cameo or something. Oh, there is. Actually, you're right.
1: And that is after that, I think. (laughs) Yeah, they go. uh, They go. Oh, uh, I think we've got someone else to join us or someone else who might want to join us today for dinner or something. And then it's Pam Anderson looking very odd.
0: Yeah. And and, and somebody says, is that that a corpse that hasn't eaten (laughs) in two months? Yeah. Hasselhoff
1: makes an appearance as well. And then they try to do what Twenty One Jump Street and its sequel did really well, and they miss again and again, where they'll be like, Wait, why are we solving crimes? We're just lifeguards, right? That's kind of weird. And then they right. cut over to Zach Ephron and he's like, I know, it sounds like the plot from some terrible T V show from the eighties.
0: Oh my God. Fuck you, you fucking
1: There are three scenes where, three scenes where that's the joke, and it goes on and on and on by God people who are not comedians. Uh, so Bay—I mean, Baywatch—is one of the worst movies I've seen all year, unquestionably. It's terrible. Uh, and then the third was the best, I would say, a, a noble failure called A Cure for Wellness.
0: But it's still a strike three.
1: It was—I think Gore Verbinski is an excellent visual director. Loved The Ring. Glad to see him getting back to horror. I love—I love Mouse Hunt back in the day. I'm gonna say this about Gore
0: Verbinski. yeah, family Wait. man.
1: I mean, not family man, weatherman.
0: Love it. Uh, more. Uh, well, I might be wrong. He's 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 approaching more strikes than hits at this point, for sure. He's I done like, all
1: the pirates, correct?
0: Yeah, and I like dog shit. This well, I like the first one and the third one quite a bit. I think the second one is is whatever. Um, uh, I think I did not like the ring we've talked about it that's crazy it's not crazy it's not there's one scary part and then it's a mystery movie for the rest of it it's very safe it's boring i just i don't know i, I didn't i didn't like it i didn't think it was that interesting
1: No, yeah, we should do the ring
0: uh and i've also talked about how i hate when when a ghost uses technology i can't stand <laughs> right. that right um so anyway ring so, two is terrible obviously yeah so i didn't like the ring uh didn't i do i did like mouse hunt uh but, you know, he did The Lone Ranger, which I Didn't found see. enjoyable because I watched it with my mom. Mm-hmm. I would probably never watch it ever again. Yeah. Um, you know, and now The Cure for Wellness, it's like I, I wanted to see it at first, but then I was like, you know, this looks like Shutter Island. I'm not a huge Shutter Island fan. Looks like it's all going to be in the guy's head at the end or something. And it was a lot
1: like Shutter Island. I can't. I
0: mean, like clearly influenced
1: by it. And I love Shutter Island. It was not that good. I'm going to put it at like a B minus because it certainly held my interest. And it was two and a half hours long. I don't know. Well,
0: that's why I didn't go see it. It Why they're doing
1: this shit with every movie now. But uh, I mean, for that guy to be the star of a movie that expensive, that dude who kind of looks like DiCaprio. I
0: don't understand what's going on with that dude. No. Look, no offense to him, but every movie he's been in has been a flop. He was in. He was in that movie. He was in Spider-Man 2 right. as, as Green Goblin. Right. He was in... Uh, I love Place Beyond the Ponds. I never saw that. It's he's a great that. movie. He's in Valerian, City of a Thousand Planets. Like, he's in all these major... Every movie he's in, they go, let's put this kid dead front and center. Yeah. And, he's too weird looking. I mean... Oh, he's the kid from... Uh, that's right. He's from... Um, what's the found footage movie where they, they get the superpowers? Chronicle. He's that kid.
1: Yeah, they, they push him because he looks like DiCaprio but he looks like a more evil, less appealing DiCaprio, and that's why all these movies bomb. It's not like
0: he's a good looking guy. Also, everybody forgets that DiCaprio the early years was was like a, like a white, trashy looking, like yeah. ratty kid. Like yeah. he developed into Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. You know? So uh anyway. Um. I, I, yeah. Too long. I just. You know. No. No. Not for me. I'm glad you saw three because I don't think I've seen anything. Okay. Uh. This week, except the Twin Peaks finale and it. So we'll we'll do both of those over these next two episodes. Uh. Do you have anything else? Or no. Go for it. Joe. Scary stuff. Really. 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 Two are, uh, excuse me, excellent, an excellent video game on um, Nintendo Switch, which I really am loving owning. They're very hard to come by, but I was lucky enough to find one at the Nintendo store in New York. Mr. Shifty. Fucking incredible game. You're a guy that has superpowers. Your superpower is you can teleport short distances and it's a tower run game so it's it's a tower beat up so it's you going into this building trying to get to the top guy and just beating the living shit out of everybody as you teleport around them and they can't shoot you because you're moving too fast and disappearing it's like the opening i saw somebody review it online and they said it's the game is exactly like the opening scene in x-men 2 where nightcrawler's going through the white house that's exactly what it's like okay so fucking fun so fun. hard to find because it's sold out no, it's just it's you know it's a fantasy you know this this is for fantasy horror sci-fi stuff just okay. like the show, um, so go check that out. I think it's fourteen ninety nine to download it, uh, and you can get it on other platforms other than Switch. So it's on Steam, and I think it might be on Xbox and PlayStation. Never, never even heard of Steam.
1: Steam I is barely the, heard of
0: Switch. Steam is the end. You've not heard of the Nintendo Switch. Well, you've mentioned it. It's the yeah, it's the latest video game craze thing. All right. Anyway, so that's it for that. Um we don't have to do a news segment this week. Nothing too Well, here's my news segment. Let's start the review with this. All right. Every so-called horror aficionado under the fucking sun is saying that it is mesmerizing, is phenomenal, is terrifying. Is a wonderful adaptation of the book. Yeah, And I think you have all lost your fucking minds. What the fuck are you talking about? This movie is not good.
1: I mention him all the time. He's He's a fantastic follow on Twitter. Gave him my first job at the Cinematical website, now defunct. Scott Weinberg, my favorite horror guy. If you like us, you'll love him on Twitter. He's great. Raving about this it. Raving about it. And I get, I, get it. It. I, I'm, I, I get liking it. I get liking it. I get
0: raving about it. I religiously visit Bloody Disgusting. I religiously vi- visit Movie Web. Yeah. Uh, I, a lot of the time, ag- most of the time, agree with the reviews on those sites. These fucking guys are like, the headline is, it's like, it's pure nightmare fuel. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm looking now, Rotten
1: Tomatoes,
0: 87%. Um. I agree with your your statement. You can like it. It is not a movie to be loved. And here's why I'm taking a harder shot at the horror people that like it. If you know the source material, you know this is not a good adaptation. That's true. I've been
1: saying to everybody, you know, some lady at work was like, am I going to like it? I'm going with my daughter. I said, have you read the book? No. Yeah, you probably like it. Yeah. If you read the book, you're not going to like it. Um, the miniseries did a better job. It did A much better job, surprisingly. Yeah. It's scarier, and it's like kind of like a classier movie. Yeah. And they use effects very sparingly. And this, I mean, a clown is supposed to be scary on its own. Every time they show you Pennywise, Big Eel comes out of his mouth or something. Or he <laughs> jumps at the camera. It's scary enough. Right. Except it wasn't, because he doesn't look like a normal clown. Well... He, he looks like
0: you know way too made up he looks like an evil clown which makes it not scary anymore tim curry was scary because you just see this clown standing there staring at you right and he wasn't going out of his way to be like look how crazy my eyebrows look right now he just was and it was scary because it let you imagine horrible things and this doesn't do it the the effects in the original miniseries were better uh, because they did practical effects For like Pennywise's fangs Coming out and all that shit yeah. This was all CG'd uh, Which it didn't look as good Now I will say this At the t- I had a really great Online discussion With uh, Eliza Skinner today About the movie And mm-hmm. she made some great points So I'm gonna I'm gonna echo some of her points Because I also th- Think the same thing I thought the movie started Great like, I was pissed off that they took out Bill, giving Georgie like shit, because that's why he feels guilty later when his brother's right. dead. But I was like, okay, I can get past that. No big deal. You see the kid's arm get bit off? I'm like, oh my god, they're fucking going for this. Yeah. And then they proceeded from that point on to do nothing uh, except remove every element of this story. That makes it a valuable story. Right. The whole purpose of it is Pennywise, the Deadlight. They don't even say the fucking Deadlights. They never even say it once in the goddamn movie. Holy shit, I just remembered that. The uh, But anyway, Pennywise, all that shit. The whole point is he's a creature that awakens every 27 years and feeds specifically on people from the town of Derry, not just children. Right. Because there is such a history of hatred, unjustified hatred in the town. Now, that's the plot of the movie. That's why he and then why does he target these kids over any other group of people? Because they're the losers club. Why are they the losers club? Because one's a black kid who gets racist shit racist treatment all the time On the one's jewish a jewish kid, kid who gets anti-semitic treatment yes. one's a fat kid who gets fat shamed beverly marsh gets slut shamed all the time yeah uh and molested by her dad which by the way that's the only thing they kept in the movie they took everything out except the sexualization of a 14 year old girl And
1: weirdly you could almost watch it and and think maybe they maybe i read too much into that it's it's almost too subtle i don't, I don't want to see a sex scene but if you're gonna do it don't have him put his hand on her shoulder and that's it. And then why was the pharmacist hitting on her to distract from
0: her dad hitting on her? What was that about? Uh because it, she's a sexy kid. Is that the That's my that's my point is like the only thing they did, the only thing they kept from the book was that she was being inappropriately sexualized. Yeah. And then also, I said this to you after we saw it. The film depict she was depicted in a way in the film where it was it was troublesome to me there's a shot of her looking at tampons and it's clear to me that you're supposed to be focused on her ass in the fucking shot and i was like that's weird to me that's weird don't show me a 14 year old kid from the back wearing like daisy dukes (laughs) you know what i mean it's odd it's fucking odd um
1: like, when she was walking, when she walks past them, like, in slow motion in a bikini to jump into the
0: water, I was like, this feels a little odd. That's what I'm saying. That scene, too. However, let me and also By the way, say, not a bikini. Her bra and underwear. Her which bra and underwear, yes. I get it. The boys were also in their underpants. But right. can we act like it's not the same exact fucking thing? Since boys already have to take their shirts off, well, they're
1: also not doing slow motion lingering. Well, that too. Things that over too. their packages.
0: Well, that's what Eliza sent me was a was I don't I don't remember who sent it to her or, or who she retweeted it from, but she it was a woman wrote walking home alone from seeing it, uh, not frightened at all except for the fact that I was terrified by the camera violating like the fourteen year old girl in the movie right. the whole time. And I thought that that was pretty spot on. But let uh, me say, because here's
1: what I thought of. I felt it was a little weird at the time and then read a couple articles about it and was like, yeah. I... Hold on. My Alexa we set off Alexa. My Alexa went off. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, you Say it again. Yeah, but but I, it made me think back to like when I was 13, let's say, and I saw the Sandlot. They're kind of sexualizing that lifeguard, too, but the lifeguard in that movie is probably like 16 or something, and they're little boys looking up to her. So I wonder if The Sandlock came out now, and I haven't seen it in years, but I, of course it's a it's a classic for kids. I always loved that movie. Right. I wonder if they'd be accused of the same thing back then.
0: I think there's a big difference between saying, here's a movie about a group of adolescent boys and one tiny aspect of the, their life yeah. is they're all in love with the hot lifeguard that's right. three years older than, four years older than at the pool. And then taking this movie and saying, the only female character we're going to focus on and the only inappropriate treatment we're going to take out of the book is how everybody wants to have sex with her. Right. It's weird. Yeah, no, it's I fucking weird. It's a, and and if you're, go- you're telling me somehow that's more palatable to an audience than... Than like a scene about racism or 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 fat shaming or something like that. Well, That's crazy to me.
1: As we talked, we've talked about it on this podcast before, and we discussed how much you and I both love Stephen King's depiction of bullies. The only time, really, where bullies feel like as real as they did when I was a kid, because they're just like sociopaths, monsters. So in this movie, they'll bring out the switchblade, and I, you might have even pointed this out after we saw it, but, spoiler. This is a spoiler, by the way. But go ahead. I've seen it. This isn't even really a spoiler, but the, the they're holding up a switchblade to the fat kid's stomach. He's got his shirt off, but no
0: one calls him fat. No, and then you watch Henry Bowers carve an H into the kid's stomach. Yeah. Literally. I'm not saying like the camera pa- pulls away and that's what he does. Right. You see a close-up of the knife carving the H in the kid's stomach. So that's okay, yet they take out the part uh, where they call him fat. They take out... All the other unfair treatment. They're, of the they're, kids.
1: they're beating the shit out of a black kid and never mention that he's black.
0: They insta- again, they do like a weird insinuation thing. Yeah. But now here's the problem. This is not obviously me saying I want racism in my movies. What this is saying. No, you want realism in them, though. Well, but the point of the, the whole point is. Unjustified hatred is right. how this thing can exist as right. a monster and feed on the town. When you take that out of it, now you have the Goonies have to fight a monster. Stranger and things is what you yeah. have.
1: Yeah. And there that's are that's what exactly what they wanted, by the way.
0: Yeah. And there are a couple bullies in town that are jerks. Yeah. And they do shitty stuff to these kids because one of them is a psycho. And that's about it. It's like yeah. uh, okay, so this is sort of just like my life growing up now. Like I, I, I don't want yeah. my life. I want to see the, the kids from the book. They, they suffered worse, and that's what made them heroes at the end. Right uh, to do it, the I, I guess it's to not. Well, it's an R-rated movie, is so the, if,
1: if they don't put bullying in movies because they think maybe it'll inspire kids to bully, why I, well, the then fuck are the kids don't seeing fucking it? adapt
0: it? Then yeah. don't adapt it. No, and I don't agree. make and don't make then don't make and by the way don't make a fucking R-rated movie that's meant for children to it see. It is clearly meant for kids, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. They ruin they ruin the Richie character. They take all of his like you know, his whole thing is like he does all these different voices and stuff. Right. Some of them yes are inappropriate yeah. and racist, uh, but he thinks they're funny in the book. Yeah. It's part of why he's an interesting character. You don't have to uh, agree with you disagree with him doing the voice but you you're like this kid is a fuck around he doesn't take anything seriously to the point of doing offensive voices to people right and then he goes to the movie theater sees the werewolf movie and then has the werewolf encounter and gets scared straight and stops fucking around yeah and they that's not in the fucking movie they took the fucking werewolf thing out of the movie it's not in the goddamn movie i mean it wasn't in the miniseries either uh no it is it is Richie encounters encounters like a wolf man or a, 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 there's the scene in the miniseries where Richie is in the basement or the boiler room and encounters a monster. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. And I think they do the Wolfman. I'm pretty sure. But like the they, they show Rip, Richie straighten the fuck up in the miniseries. Yes, they do show that. Yeah, you know, and they and they didn't do it in this. All they did was have the kid from Stranger Things put on glasses and say fuck every three seconds. A lot of and, fucks. It was
1: Joe Pesci amount of fucks. My issue is, especially at this time in American history, and you have a movie that is at its core about how hatred, racism, fear brings out a monster. Why would you remove that from your fucking movie? It's insane. It's crazy. Because it has... The, the book is a masterpiece, and it has the potential... To be a masterpiece of a movie, so it sounds like they got scared off by what the true detective guy was doing. I'd like to hope that would be a, be- a movie I'd prefer more, but maybe it wouldn't have done two hundred million dollars this weekend. No, it. Wouldn't that's all have. they care about. This
0: is a sanitized, uh, w- in the wrong ways at times, very inappropriate. Yes. Um, uh, uh, movie. It is boring. I, I think it was disrespectful to the characters in the book to portray them this way. I really do think that I can't fucking believe that Stephen King is giving it rave reviews over and over. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. There was a time where you mentioned the shining to the guy and he practically bit your fucking nose off over know. it. You know, and it's like he's like, I had to see it twice. I wasn't prepared. It was so great. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about, man? Yeah. Like this is you know it's it, you know I I get it he's also seventy five and he's probably just like I I, I you know I I don't yeah, need to fight the some battles money. anymore right um but I I just I don't understand I feel like everybody is on and I, I'm saying this jokingly I'm not making accusations I feel like everybody's like on payola or something I'm like yeah. how do this many people that love horror think that this is so great well the truth is if I'm
1: comparing it to horror in general like if i went then saw this and it was the new scary clown movie from the guy who made mama right i'd probably be like it was way better than most horror movies i agree but but you the bar is set very high with that source material and we're never going to see that definitive version and, they, and they're not going to get it right the second time around no no and and what they are what we, they have committed to it too of course but
0: what we ended up with here and look, maybe it two will write the wrongs of the first movie. Why maybe, not do it Lord of the Rings style and do th- and do three and really
1: just tell the fucking book? And you could still you'd still be eliminating a lot, by the way. But I mean, even at two and a half hours, it just it felt very empty and it felt like they were not getting under the surface of it.
0: It's this it is it speaks, in my opinion, to this country's sick and weird obsession with children. Uh <laughs> The 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 glorifying of children everywhere you look, Uh the the constant praising of children. And it started with Twitter. (laughs) It started with social media. It started with I didn't expect this to
1: go into an anti children rant.
0: Well, it's but I mean, but it started with this Twitter and social media hit. And all of a sudden it was children need a voice that is as loud as as adults. And I believe we need to listen to the children in this country. I don't think they need to be as loud as we are. Uh, yeah. no, and I do think a lot of adults are idiots and need to be put the fucking check and told to shut up too. But I think this movie speaks to, 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 the, to the to the to the worst side of that equation, and it's it's it, it was very clearly to me an attempt to. Well, I knew it was going to be a problem once you started watching those fucking MTV award shows, and it was like the It Kids. Are uh-huh. here. I was like, here we go. Yeah. Here we fucking go. Yeah. This is this is a campaign to make six kids celebrities. <laughs> that, this is what this is. This is what it's because been it, reduced they to. they did it
1: for Stranger Things. Yes. It's all, everything about this new it. Everything about them firing that first director, it all comes from Stranger Things, because they're like, "Oh, we can do this now." When in actuality, Stranger Things owes everything to it. They don't get that. They think, "Well, now we should rip off the thing that ripped off it." Right.
0: Well, and I, and and, I, and the
1: thing and everything else that it ripped off. And I do want to, and, expl- and I say that as somebody who's excited for season two of Stranger Things. And I want to, expl- like Tarantino, they, they blend up their homages. I like the show. But let's stop. Pretending I like it it's too. I'm becoming, I'm,
0: I'm becoming, le- I loved the trailer for season two. I'm becoming less excited as it approaches, though, because I can't stand everywhere I fucking look. I see those kids. And I'm like, guys, yeah. for Christ's sakes, they're a fun bunch of kids. They're good actors. Can you stop making me try to love them or right. whatever? It's like weird. And then also, too, it's not even weird. It's just celebrity shit. It's like, stop it. Stop telling me who I'm supposed to love. It's annoying. But um, I will say this. And this is a po- very positive thing. I mean, it sincerely, every kid in this movie, every kid in this, every actor in this movie, fucking Sarsgaard, all of them, they were great. Yeah. This was a great cast. It was a beautifully shot well, film. Well, they had
1: the best fat kid in ages. Yeah. Fat kid used to get, you know, Sandlot, etc.
0: Yeah. It there, was a v-
1: there hasn't been a great fat kid in a while. This kid, right when I saw him, I was like, I love this kid.
0: Yeah. It was a very, very. not get much to do. No. Well, that's, a, that's what I'm getting actor. at. Very well shot, very well uh, directed, very well acted. Terrible material, though. The script sucks. Yeah. Um, And in fact, when I met the parents of the kid, they were, you know, they were like, did you like it? You just saw it tonight. And I was like, I was like, I think your son was great in it. I really Mm -hmm. do. He was excellent. All the kids were great. This is going to do very well for him. Yeah. This is a congratulations on that. Honestly, though, I didn't like the movie that much. They changed too many things that I thought should have been in there. That being said, doesn't matter. It's gonna do six hundred gazillion dollars this right. weekend. You know, did so they I was, love it? Huh? Did they love the movie? They didn't say. Oh. But they were also you know, it was a very cordial exchange, and I was actually kind of happy with myself mm-hmm. that I didn't just go, oh my God, so good. So good. And I meant what I said. That kid's yeah. a great fucking actor, man. Yeah. He's a great actor. This movie just... I don't like the movie. No, I agree. Anyway. Uh, all right. That's our show, god damn it.
1: All right. Um, we'll be back in three years with a review of It too. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it seemed like you guys liked It a bit more. Been watching the old Facebook page, and certainly the reviews show it. But I don't think it's that great a film. That's all I'm going to say. Signing
0: off. This is Joe DeRosa, at Joe DeRosa Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, this comes out, what, Monday. So this week I'm in the, at the D.C. Draft House in Washington, D.C. Five shows. If you're in the area, come on out and say hi. Should be a good time. Uh, and at the end of the month, uh, I'll be at Scoops Fest in Vegas with Kurt Braunholer doing Emotional Hangs Live. And also we'll be co-headlining a show. So uh, come out to that if you're in the Vegas area. uh, And check out Emotional Hangs if you can. And my penthouse column monthly, You Let Me Down. Patty?
1: I am on Twitter and Instagram at ThePatrickWalsh. And tapings of my sitcom, By the Book, are three out of four Friday nights a month at Warner Brothers Studios in Burbank. Had a hellion come out to the show the other night. Left a real nice review and also a nice review of Joseph, folks, because they showed the pilot before. If you want to come to a taping, it's very easy to do. Just Google it or uh, shoot me a DM or something. I'll get you in. Other than that, that's all I got. We'll see you next week with probably Twin Peaks, and we'll see you
0: in hell. That was a HeadGum Podcast.